I'm asking all of my listeners, my proud supporters of our courageous men and women in blue to join me and express your unwavering appreciation for law enforcement. Pin Blue Line USA has stylish apparel, great accessories that make a statement and flags that fly with pride. They've got everything you need to show your support for law enforcement. Go to PinBlueLineUSA.com and shop a wide selection of products to show up your patriotism. Use code SID and get 15% off. Stand with me, Sid, and stand with WABC as we honor those who protect and serve. ThinBlueLineUSA.com. Once again, use the code word Sid. This is Sid and Friends in the Morning. Friends, how many of us have them? 851 on your kind of a crappy rainy Wednesday morning, first day of November 2023. I say this, um, today was almost a day where I got them both. I almost got both Rudy Giuliani and Peter King, the two best politicians in my lifetime. Peter spent uh, the better part of four decades as a great congressman on Long Island, Homeland Security, all of it. He's now a star here at WABC and a mainstay Wednesday morning with me, and more importantly, between him, his beautiful wife, Rosemary, and Melissa Zim in attendance Friday night at the show with me and Bill O'Reilly. He's become a dear friend of the Rosenbergs, the great Peter King. Good morning, Pete. Hey, Sid, that, first of all, thank you. It was a great show on Friday night. Two things to tell you. One, you're Jewish, I'm Catholic. My senior camp is one of mine, and yet you were trying to recruit him on Friday night at your show. He's the priest who was at the burial ceremony for... Uh, uh, Bernie last year, when Senior Camp said he was talking to Danielle, that he was talking to you. I was off, lost somewhere in the theater, and here you are recruiting a Catholic. I did recruit him, and, and you're right. Uh, you know, you told me about him right after the service, uh, before we went to the actual cemetery, 
And uh, you were right. I mean, great guy, Met fan, and uh, just a really glib, sweet man. And I was thrilled to see him, and I did try to uh, bring him over. But uh, nevertheless, he may not be Jewish, but like you and most good-hearted people, he is uh, disgusted by what happened to the Israelis and is clearly on my side. Uh, and that is, again, 1,000% true. And as you were talking to the, you know, the guy from the Greek diner, Pete from the Greek diner, anyone who believes in humanity and human rights should be standing with Israel. And not just reluctantly, but enthusiastically, proudly. This is a battle for civilization. And these people are out there supporting Hamas and the so-called Palestinians. It's an absolute disgrace. And, you know, you and I have discussed this. What really is annoying me lately is this whole thing, this equivalence. Like Kathy Hochul, Governor Hochul, is saying we can't have this reaction to the Jews like we did with Islamophobia after 9-11. There was no Islamophobia. I mean, we had hundreds of people killed on Long Island on 9-11. And I don't know of any instance of any kind of vandalism or attacks on Muslims. In fact, there were all these interreligious groups meeting with the Muslims, including the, the, you know, the bishops and the rabbis. And yet some of those same leaders were saying that it wasn't even uh, uh, al-Qaeda that attacked the World Trade Center. They were trying to blame it on the Jews and the FBI. And yet, I don't know of any. I mean, do you know of any campus in the no, country? No, none, not one. The only thing I remember after 9-11, to be honest, where there were a couple of cab drivers, seriously, who wore, like, turbans. They were Sikhs. They were good people. But they right. wore turbans in their cabs, and they got beaten up. There were a couple of those I do remember. But nobody got killed. It wasn't widespread on campuses. And by the way, Biden. Why should it was nowhere? I don't know of any campus. No, none, none. And Biden, and Biden did the same thing, and so did Corrine Jean-Pierre, Peter, just two yes, days ago. Peter Ducey asked her flat out about anti-Semitism. She did not, not address that at all. She went right to Islamophobia and how we treat Muslims. It is nauseating. And even after 9-11, there's still more anti-Semitic attacks than anti-Muslim. I mean, yes. that's the whole, there's always more anti-Semitism no matter what. And that's terrible. And the fact that it's out there now at this time when the world should be rallying behind Jews and behind Israel and they're turning against them to me is indefensible. So what do you do? I mean, here's Kathy Hochul and, you know, she uh, she just won, right? She, she just beat Lee Zeldin. And she's yeah. another one of these politicians. You know, Pete, you're seeing a lot of people talk out of both sides of their mouth. The same people that fund and are complicit in Iran getting rich are the same people claiming they're pro-Israel. Here's Kathy Hochul, who goes and has these press conferences. She's offered more cops on college campuses. She's saying all the right things. But like you said, she's talking about Islamophobia, which just doesn't exist, while anti-Semitism is at an all-time high. What do you do with these people, Pete? What do we do? We just got to speak out and get out there. You know, if you're talking about any phobia, it was horrible. It was the anti-cop phobia during those George Floyd riots. And I didn't see one Democratic politician defending the cops who did more to protect African-Americans and other minorities than anyone in the country, the NYPD. And yet every night there were demonstrations, more amounts of cocktails were thrown at them, bricks being thrown at them. And I don't know, one Democratic politician said one good word about the cops during that time. So you're talking about a phobia. That was a phobia. Joe Biden talking about the... Uh, uh, you know, the racism in, in the United States, our systemic racist. That, to me, that's the phobia, the anti-white phobia, the anti-American phobia. Those are the phobias we should be worried about. And I'm saying that because we need African-Americans, we need Hispanic-Americans, we need everyone working together. And yet today, you look at those people that wouldn't even vote to defend Israel in the Congress. There's a whole list of them who voted no, others who voted present. Absolute disgrace. 
If you've had an accident, trust Gabo Law, personal injury and medical malpractice attorneys with decades of experience who will provide the attention you deserve and deliver the best possible results in the shortest amount of time. Gabo Law has recovered millions for their clients and will be able to help you. But don't take our word for it. Read all of their five-star reviews from former clients on Google, Avo, and Facebook. Call Gabo Law today at 800-560-0214 for a free consultation or email at info at gabolaw.com. Gabo Law, where winning is no accident. If you had an accident, trust Gabo Law, personal injury and medical malpractice attorneys with decades of experience who will provide the attention you deserve and deliver the best possible results in the shortest amount of time. Gabo Law has recovered millions for their clients and they will be able to help you, but don't take our word for it. Read their five-star reviews from former clients on Google, Avo, and Facebook. Call Gabo Law today, 800-560-0214 for a free consultation or email them at info at gabolaw.com. That's G-A-B-O-Law.com. Gabo Law, where winning is no accident. I agree. In fact, I had uh, Anthony D'Esposito on a couple days ago. Well, your kid from Long Island, he's a great guy. I call him a kid. He's a great guy, and he loves you, and he's a terrific congressman and a good guest. And uh, Johnny Tobacco out on Staten Island said to me, he said, you know, Sid, for all the time that all those lawmakers on Long Island are taking in their efforts to expel George Santos. And I do think Santos should be expelled, just so you know. But I agree with Johnny to a certain extent. All the time that they're, they're, they're taking to do that, what about taking that same time to expel people like Elon Omar and Rashida Tlaib and AOC? I mean, Santos may have lied, maybe took a couple of bucks, none of which is good, don't get me wrong. But these people are haters. They are actually spreading Hate, which leads to violence. To me, they're ten times worse than Santos. What about that? You mentioned Tlaib and Omar. I remember several years ago, and Omar really made the anti-Semitic statements, really horrible anti-Semitism. I came back to Washington. It was either Monday morning or Tuesday morning, whatever the first day of the week that was for Congress. And on my desk was a resolution being pushed by Nancy Pelosi condemning anti-Semitism. Everything was in there was aimed at Omar. That was on Tuesday morning. By the time we voted on it on Friday afternoon, all the references, we were opposed to every type of bigotry in the world. Omar ended up voting for the resolution. That's how watered down it was because the squad got up at a Democratic meeting and basically were calling Democratic racists and bigots, threatened to turn against them. And Pelosi and the Democrats backed down altogether. They backed down to Omar. They backed down to Tlaib. They backed down to AOC. And we ended up voting on a resolution that meant absolutely nothing. There were more uh, biases and prejudices in that resolution that I never even heard of. And they wanted to make it like we were against all uh, prejudice, so that let Omar off, off the hook completely. It was absolutely disgraceful. No, the Democrats will never do it. Listen, I understand why uh, you know, guys like Anthony Esposito and Nick Valoda, uh, you know, why they feel this way is because that's right in, in the midst of us out here. It affects the whole Republican Party. But I agree with you that you definitely, to me, what Tlaib and Omar, again, a- AOC is like a different story. She's like floating around out there. The ones who are the most uh, demonstrative, and to me, the ones who are the most evil and the ones who can cause the most harm and danger are Tlaib and Omar. The two of them are the worst. You and I speak on Wednesdays, Peter, so the next time you're on this program will be the day after Election Day. 
And uh, this Tuesday is a big day. I'm sure you heard me and Curtis earlier blasting Justin Brannan. Here's a guy that his uh, musical band, he's got a picture of Mother Teresa talking yeah. about annihilation on the album cover. Real scumbag move. Now it turns out he's got a kid that works for him who's autistic, who he locked in a basement, made fun of year after year. I mean, he's a really, really bad guy. Ari Kagan has to win. Even the Democrat leader is saying, no, no, you got to vote for Ari Kagan. That's how bad things are for Justin Brandon. But I did notice on your Instagram page that you went out of your way to endorse another lady that I love, Vicky Paladino. So the election day coming up on Tuesday, these are very, very important local very races, important. Yeah. these city council races. Give me a couple of folks who Peter King is endorsing on Tuesday. Well, certainly, Ian Vernikoff, Vicki Paladino, Kagan. And here in Nassau County, we have a very tough race in North Hempstead. Jen DeSena, she's running for re-election, supervisor, great, great candidate. We have to get behind her, Don Clavin and Hempstead. But, again, Joe Cairo is all out in Nassau County. We've got to make sure that Nassau County stays strong. Suffolk County, it's absolutely essential. We have, like, Ed Romaine as the county executive. If you want to keep the fighting going against the uh, – Illegal migrants coming into Long Island. you got Bruce Blakeman in there, so he's there for at least another two years, and hopefully many more after that. But Ed Romaine in Suffolk County is the county executive. I like him. You have to elect him as county executive. Yes. I agree with you. He should replace Ballone. He was on me about three weeks ago, former cop Ed Romaine. And talking about cops, Justin Brannon, right at the top of the list of liars. He, he did, in fact, vote to deep on the police, not last year, but a couple of years ago. Lied to me, lied to Rosanna Scotto, lied to Arthur Aitala last night. Guys lying all over town. And I would say this, Pete, I know you would agree that there's only one party. You know, I know a lot of folks are calling for common sense and all that. Stop it. Stop it. There's only one party. There are no Republicans who ever want to defund the police, ever, amongst all the other stuff, hating on the Jews and, and uh, you know, drag queens and bail reform. There's one party. It's Democrats who want to defund police. So I think you agree with me. When you vote on Tuesday, forget about common sense. Vote Republican. Absolutely. To me, I'm not that partisan the guy, but right now you're at the Republicans, the only ones who are speaking out for the cops, for the values we believe in, to keep New York safe, Long Island safe. So absolutely vote vote Republican all the, all the way, more than ever. And again, I, I don't always say that, but, you know, we talk about common sense Democrats, you know, they're long gone. There are no more Ed Koch's, no more, you know, Joe Lieberman's. They're gone. And said we've been, and now we have AOC and Salib and Omar. We have uh, guys like Brandon. No, they got to go. So let me ask you this on the way out, Pete. You've been pretty outspoken about you love Trump, you're friendly with Trump, you love his policies, but you wouldn't vote for him this time around because of the other stuff. But assuming he's going to win the primary, which he's going to, he's just destroying. I mean, if I hear one more time that Nikki Haley is gaining ground in Iowa, I'm going to puke. She's 30 points behind. So he's going to win that easily when, in fact, he does, not if. When Donald Trump wins that primary, whether he's in jail or not, I'm assuming at that point you will. In fact, support Trump. Yes, I mean, I've said it all along. If he's the nominee, I'll support him. I'm just not supporting him for the nomination. And no matter what you say, don't get sick, don't get nauseous. I still think Nikki Haley has a shot. Having said that, <laughs> I don't think he's ahead right now. Yeah. If he's the nominee, I'll support him. Yeah, you're the type of guy that in 1979 thought the Mets had a shot. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, in 1969, I did. <laughs> you know, that was a pretty good copy. Hey, listen, it was great seeing you and uh, Rosemary. You're such a sweet lady. And, of course, the great Melissa Zim on Friday night. And the folks loved you there. Bill and I loved you. Thank you for coming and always supporting me and, and everything WABC does. You are a great American. I love you very much. Thank you so much. 
Thank you, Sid. Keep going. That was a great show the other night, and with you, every day is a great show. I appreciate that. Coming from you, that means a lot. Look who's talking. That's the great Peter King, ladies and gentlemen. Pride of Long Island, pride of New York, pride of America. They don't make it much better. That is what we call in Yiddish a gitten a shimmer, a good soul.